Good morning. It is time to get up with Denver in disarray. Nathaniel Hackett fired. The question is, who should they hire? And can the next coach fix Russell Wilson? Plus, another concussion scare for Tua. Will the Dolphins be without their quarterback for a critical game in Foxborough this weekend? And this hurts. Another huge injury for the Eagles. Are Philly's championship dreams in jeopardy? Lots to discuss on Get Up this morning. Oh, my God! Damian Woody, it's a, it's a New York Jets reunion here on Get Up on a Tuesday morning. And we are excited to bring you all of the sports talk from this morning. But we start with last night's game of the night. That was Chargers Colts. Justin Herbert visiting Indianapolis, trying to clinch a playoff spot for the Chargers on Monday Night Football. Let's take you to the second quarter. No score. Chargers have a second and nine in Colts territory. Herbert, screen pass. Mike Williams, he's going to get this one into the red zone. Chargers threatening. Later in the drive, Chargers have the ball at the one-yard line. Austin Eckler into the end zone, untouched for the touchdown. D. Wood, Eckler having a big night. Next Colts possession, second and two on the Chargers, 46. Nick Foles swings it to Ashton Doolin. Is it, though? That's football. Derwin James. Hits the shoulder first. They eject him for unnecessary roughness for that Mm. hit. He's obviously not happy about it. Colts settle for a field goal. They're down 7-3. Next, Chargers drive. How about this? Yeah. That is Herbert eventually throwing it to Keenan Allen, who he almost had it, but he stepped out of bounds. They ruled him out of bounds. Chargers end up settling for a field goal, go up 10-3. Fourth quarter now, they're up 13-3. Second and long, Herbert to Mike Williams over the middle for the first down, 16 yards. Charging. Driving healthy. Driving toward the playoffs is what they're doing. Now with first and goal at the one, Herbert's going to hand it off to Eckler. This is a sure thing. Second touchdown of the game for Eckler. Chargers clinch a playoff berth with a 20-3 win. First playoff appearance in the young career of that man, Justin Herbert. With the Chargers win, five of the seven playoff spots in the AFC have now been clinched. That includes two of the three wildcard spots. One by the North runner-up, whether it's uh, Cincinnati or Baltimore, and the other one by Los Angeles. Seventh and final seed currently held by the Dolphins. However, uh, we had news out of Miami yesterday. Quarterback Tua Tungavailoa back in concussion protocol after telling doctors yesterday that he was dealing with symptoms. Dolphins head coach Mike McDaniel said he could not pinpoint a moment in Sunday's game where Tua might have been injured. Uh, His status for a critical Week 17 matchup with the Patriots in Foxborough is now in doubt. I care very deeply about each and every player. Um, I take that serious. So, um, you know, I just just want him uh, to get healthy and have peace of mind in that regard. It's about uh, the human being and um, making sure he's uh, squared away. Now, Tua uh, previously entered the concussion protocol after Miami's Week 4 loss to Cincinnati. He missed the team's next two games after that. He had taken a hard hit four days prior in a win over Buffalo, where he stayed in the game after being evaluated. All of this, if you remember back in Week 4, led to the NFL actually making changes uh, to the concussion protocol. Uh, However, you know, there's still... What, what, what they're saying happened here is that he did not show symptoms during the game. When we talked to the team doctors yesterday morning, they found he had symptoms. They put him uh, into the protocol. Regardless of what happened or when, this is a, a recurring issue for Tua. So 
What does it mean? I mean, in the short term, like it, it would seem unlikely that they can get him on the field for Sunday, right? Yeah, right there. As you mentioned, this is his third reported uh, concussion of the season. So, again, there's going to be protocols. But given the fact that it's his third concussion, I would be surprised if he played this week. So, I mean, we're talking about, we're talking about a young quarterback here who's in his third year. He'll be extension eligible at the end of this season. Big picture, beyond this season, you're the Dolphins, you know, the Dolphins front office. You're looking at his future there, contract situation. Like, how much does this factor into his long-term future? It all factors in. And, look, he's a, a really good player. He's had a great year, but durability has been a concern. It was a concern at Alabama, and obviously it's a concern now. Certainly, I would want to keep him. Now, in terms of how much do we pay him, I think the average per year, you could probably work out something reasonable. In terms of the guarantees, if I'm the Dolphins or any team with a player like this, you're going to have to hedge your bet, and you have to think about bringing in another quarterback. I don't think it's worked out well with Teddy Bridgewater so far, so maybe it's a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe it's a guy like Mike White, but you're going to need depth at that position because Two is a very productive player, but durability is a big concern. That is the, the off-season discussion for Miami, but they're still in the season. They have two games left. They're trying to hold on to a playoff Scott, a spot, Bart Scott. Uh, they, <laughs> they have to beat the Patriots in Foxborough this weekend to keep that alive. What, what do you think about this situation? Listen, I thought it was going to be a tough out to go up into Gillette in the, the weather conditions, knowing how Bill can muddy up a game. They've lost two you know, disappointing games in, in non-Patriot fashion. I thought it was going to be a tough fight. I said this before, and I didn't think that Miami was going to be a, a playoff team because I feel like the field is kind of caught up, caught up with them. You know, those anticipation throws, you see teams setting traps and zone and man being able to turn the football over because now they have data on what they like to do out of personnel, and eventually they catch up with them. And Tua has had a great year, but I think it's paused for concern in his long-term future. Um, I don't think they make it to the postseason, and if they don't make it to the postseason with all that they've invested, mm. going out getting Bradley Chubb, making a big um, deal for Tyreek Hill, they have to consider bringing somebody else in. That's always been a concern with Tua. He's slight, and now he has issues with his head. Kind of brings up Troy Aikman, forced to retire because of his concussions. I don't know if you can put a guy out there and say you care about a player's safety and health if they've had three concussions in one year because we know it's not about the initial concussion. It's about the, the ability for the brain to continue to heal. Once you get one, it's so much easier to get another one. And that's, I mean, the concussion protocol in the NFL, the NFLPA work together on that. They're constantly adjusting it uh, to keep up with what's, uh, with what's going on. But in terms of the football of it, I, I, if, if Tua can't play this weekend, what does that do to the Dolphins' playoff chances? Well, I mean, you're talking about a, a totally different, you know, you know, Teddy Bridgewater is not Tua Tungvaluwa. Right. The, way they, the way they operate, the, the, the RPO game, all those type of things that the Miami Dolphins like to do offensively, that's not really Teddy, you know, Teddy Bridgewater's game, so it alters things from that aspect. You see, Tua gets the ball out of his hands really quick, very accurate. That, again, that's not Teddy Bridgewater's game. So they're going up in New England. New England has a very good defense. Yeah. And so when you don't have Tua, that's a huge hit for this Miami Dolphins offense that like to operate in a high-octane, you know, uh, kind of system. But Teddy Tuglas hasn't been healthy either. Remember in the Jets game, he was yes. out in the first quarter, then you go to the third quarterback. So if a defense like New England that can attack the quarterback and make it a rough day, you know, you worry about the concerns about losing your backup. And if is Tua going to be ready for the, for the closing game against the Jets? That's the big question. That, that's the interesting part of the game. It's the Miami defense could really shoulder the load. And look, we know New England struggled throwing the ball themselves, so it looks like it could be a low-scoring game. And they, the Dolphins come in having already lost four in a row even before this news, so obviously uh, desperately in need of a win and may not be at full strength. 
against their division rival. News out of Denver yesterday where the Broncos fired First-year head coach Nathaniel Hackett. The move comes after the uh, 4-11 start and Sunday's 51-14 loss to the Rams. Last night on Monday Night Countdown, our Steve Young talked about what this move means for Russell Wilson. In the end, Coach Hackett's gone. But Russell Wilson, at some point, you need to let us know that you're still you, that you can still be a decent or above-average football player in the NFL. And that's why the most shocking thing in the NFL this year, to me, is the play of Russell Wilson. It makes no sense to me. We knew that the coach was going to get the blame here, right? He didn't sign the mega contract extension right before the season for a quarter billion dollars and all that. Yeah. Is he at fault for what's going on here, D. Wood? Well, I mean, the coach, listen, I always say it's easy to get rid of the coach than it is a player. The player sure. got a mega contract, but listen, man, like, Russell Wilson is cooked. <laughs> and I, I'm just being honest. I'm being, I'm being real here. Think about this. Like, Russell Wilson, like, you don't pay somebody a quarter of a billion dollars to look this bad. It's not like this is a foreign, this offense is a foreign language to Russell Wilson. He runs a version of the West Coast offense. Same thing that Russell Wilson had in Seattle. And so, like, I don't understand how you could fall off a cliff like that. I said it before. You don't just deal away franchise quarterback. Like, Pete Carroll knew all along, watching Russell Wilson day after day, practice, games. He knew what he had, and he was willing to deal, deal him away anyway. That was a red flag, and then you hand, hand Russell Wilson quarter of a billion dollars? Like, I'm sorry, like... The Denver Broncos got suckered in this whole thing by, by the Seattle Seahawks. That's the thing. Seattle didn't – they knew he was going to need a contract extension. They decided they didn't want to go down that road again with him. So they get this haul of draft picks and players for Russell Wilson. Now they have Denver's first-round pick. Denver's in a terrible situation, Mike T. Like, what's the fix here? Yeah, a couple things. You go out, you got to get an offensive-minded head coach. So, Eric Bieniemy, Sean Staken from Philadelphia. Obviously, Sean Payne's going to be out there. Two other names I would think about are Brian Schottenheimer and Daryl Bevel as offensive coordinators because they've had success with Russell Wilson. And then, D-Wood, this is going to sound familiar. Offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. You got a first-round pick from Miami for Bradley Chubb. Go get another offensive lineman because he's going to be there for the next couple of years. Guys, his dead money for the next two years, if they cut him, is $107 million next year and about 85 the year after. So Russell Wilson's there. Everything about this situation is the job description is fix Russell Wilson. Well, what, what, accountability, what accountability does the general manager have? Because Why is it always the GM fault? Exactly, because he's the one who bought the groceries. And he bought some, he bought some, some rotten, dry, overage avocado. And at some point, he has to take uh, accountability as well, right? Because you can't do anything to Russell Wilson. I mean, and you have to figure out, you know, I think really who's coming out like a rose is Pete Curl. Pete Curl, oh, yeah. you know, and what they've been able to build in Seattle. And I think this is more about Pete Curl's legacy than it is about anything. The fact that he has Geno Smith playing at such a high level, I just think it illuminates what a great coach and a great leader Pete Carroll is, a leader of men. And I don't know if you can fix him. Outside of Sean Payton, I don't right. know who can fix Russell Wilson. You have to bring in somebody that's going to get instant respect. You talk about bringing in Schottenheimer as a head coach or as an offensive coordinator. Offensive coordinator. He okay, coordinator. as an offensive coordinator. Yeah. So you got to understand, you know all these coaching trees, you know, everybody has their guys. So who's out there that you can you can trust to be a head coach 
um, that's going to garner the type of respect instantly to win over a locker room. They have to win now. They have a win-now team, and they're in the toughest division in football with Patrick Mahomes there. You, you, D, what do you say he's cooked, Russell Wilson? Is, is Sean Payton, is it fixable if you bring in somebody like that? I mean, I know everybody kind of make the comparison, like, what, look what he did with Drew Brees. Like, right. you, know, you know, rehab Drew Brees' career, but Drew Brees is coming off an injury. Yes. Like, Russell Wilson, just look, it just looks bad. Yeah. You yeah, know, it, but, it, listen, anytime – Anytime you go from Russell Wilson moves on, Geno Smith comes in and plays in the same offense that Russell Wilson in and is glaringly better. You can't say Be- it's dead, like better. Will. You can't uh, say it's over. Nah, nah, listen, you don't nah, give up on the man? No, nah, listen, I, a- absolutely. Russell Wilson was playing with a championship defense, a defense that was giving the ball week, week after week, game after game, giving him the ball. And he couldn't do squat with that. The, Lowest scoring offense in the National Football League. You pay a quarterback a quarter of a billion dollars to make plays a button, make plays that even your even if your coach is bad, he's supposed to elevate and get and be beyond that. Right. He can't elevate beyond the X and O's. But the, the, if we're the Broncos guys, he's here. So right, exactly. I understand that. So we got, we got to fix him. So it's Sean Payton. It's other coaches that have had success with him. All we care about is the next two years gave the most out of him. We yeah. I, listen, I, I hear, I'm just saying and, that and, and, I think he's done. And to your Drew Brees point, they drafted Phillip Rivers for a reason because they knew that Drew Brees wasn't the long-term solution as well. And Sean Payton unlocked the key. Yeah, Brees ended up having a solid career at yeah, that. Yeah, it worked out all right. A little bit above average. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, but Russell's Andy a lot. Andy Wood, this is the holiday season. Spread some cheer. Russell's <laughs> a lot older than Drew Russ was at that time, right? I mean, that's part of the point, yeah, right? Like, this is the latter absolutely. part of his career, and it's not going uh, very well. So, Denver in the market <laughs> for a new head coach. We're only like two weeks away from all the, the head coaches. I know Cook when I see it. Well, Denver did a good <laughs> job in getting rid of their coach so they can start the process. You know, to be able to try and negotiate it with a guy like Sean Payton because this is that time of the season. So they're getting an early start in their evaluations to try and hire somebody away. Smart job by them. You know what I mean? New ownership. So we'll know. see where that process goes. Denver looking for a head coach for the second time so in angry. two years. Not where you want to be. Coming up, why, Eagles, why the injury bug is hitting Philly at the worst possible time. Are the Eagles' championship dreams now in jeopardy? Plus, did anyone see this coming? The pack is back. Can Aaron Rodgers lift Green Bay into the playoffs? And if they get there, will they be able to do anything? We'll talk about that next. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance 
superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Unleash more possibilities with cutting-edge systems, their most advanced features, and great prices. Plus, curate your dream setup with deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com deals, you'll have access to state-of-the-art technology to match your forward-thinking spirit and free shipping on everything. Anniversary savings await you for a limited time only at dell.com slash deals. That's dell.com slash deals. Walk in with a boot. We are back on Get Up. Another big injury for the Eagles. Right tackle Lane Johnson has a torn tendon in his abdominal area. The Eagles hope he can return for the postseason, but this is a big loss. Lane Johnson has the best pass block win rate of any offensive tackle this season. In addition to Johnson, first-round defensive tackle Jordan Davis and slot corner Avante Maddox left Saturday's game due to injury. And, of course, there's the issue of quarterback Jalen Hurts, who had to miss the game with a shoulder injury. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni said if Hurts is healthy for this week's game against the Saints, he'll play. But what we do not know is whether he will be healthy enough to play that game. And the Eagles are dealing with injuries at the – I mean, look, they're, they're set up, right? One more win and they're the yeah. number one seed. They get a bye, time to get healthy, all that. But – I mean, this is a lot of injuries. I mean, do you think this is enough to keep them from, from reaching the Super Bowl? Not at all. I mean, at some point in every season, your depth is challenged. And this is a team that's equipped to handle any situation because they're one of the most talented teams in football. I think they've done a tremendous job in creating competition, going out and get everything that they needed, going out and getting a Dom Kinsu. Listen, is it perfect scenario? No, it's not. But I think they can overcome it and they can do it you know, fine. They'll get most of those players back. Those aren't season-ending injuries, and it's going to be about pain tolerance. You know, D. D Wood would know more about the oblique. I didn't even know, you know Lyman had abs, but um, <laughs> of I mean, apparently they do. do. We're the best athletes on the field. But, no, I agree with, I agree with Bart, man. I, I think the biggest thing for the Eagles, get the, for, get the, get the number one seed. That's going to be the, biggest, the big, biggest benefactor for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, getting that number one seed, get that bye week, get guys healthy. Because like, like Bart said, all, th- these aren't season-ending injuries, I believe. Okay, I know with Lane Johnson, you know, he's going to be out for some time. But I think overall this Philadelphia Eagles team, they're very – the personnel on this team is, is stacked. They've got one of the best rosters in the National Football League. I think they'll be, I think they'll be fine over time. Yeah. I actually think these are consequential injuries because I think them and Dallas are 1-1A, one one each lost on the road with their backup quarterback. And not all injuries are created equal. And look – 
Lane Johnson, D-Wood, we know how important right tackles are. Yeah, very, and very important. He Again, as you said, Dan, number one in the league, pass block. Yeah. Right? They can overcome that, but now it's going to free up other guys to be one-on-one. You're saying Dallas and Philadelphia. I don't even think they're in the same category. I Listen, I don't know. When I saw that game and I saw what Gardner Minshew did, I, I'm emboldened and encouraged as the Philadelphia, knowing that we won't have two turnovers in five minutes. You know what I'm saying? I, I think they're but, much but better that, football so You team. came away, even though the, the Cowboys won the yeah. game, you came yeah. away feeling better about the Eagles after watching that. Remember when Mike Tyson fought Lennox Lewis and he was like, I'm sorry, I love your mother. I saw Parson going over there patting people on the back saying, you know, I didn't really mean it that way. That means he don't want that smoke. That means, that's a little fear right there because there's no respect for somebody within the division. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I mean, the Eagles, you, you, were, you didn't have any concerns in that game? Not, no? not one. I didn't have any huh. concerns about the Philadelphia Eagles. 34. Like, like, they were, like Gardner Minshew was going toe-to-toe with Dak. Like, going toe-to-toe. He had, you know, had a yeah. couple turnovers, and they were right there with the Dallas Cowboys in Jerry's world. Come on now, you get you get Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts and, and the full cast of characters? No, I'm not worried about Especially Philadelphia. if Maddox comes back. I, I, I have no concern. Hold on, guys. Dak Prescott is number one in the NFL. I don't care what the numbers say. Number five. That, that matters. And by the way, T.Y. Hilton. Number one, ball over. Okay, so just <laughs> as you talked about these other uh, turnovers for Philadelphia, you think Dak is going to throw a pick six to a defensive lineman again? That's not going to happen. And T.Y. Hilton's just going to get more familiar with this offense. He brings in an explosive element. I'm telling you, it's and toe-to-toe. I, I will, They're 1-1-A. One one I, I, I will, say, I will say this. I will say this from – and this is from both, uh, both teams' perspective – the defense, both defenses need to need to elevate their level of play. That's what I'm yeah. wondering about. That Cowboy defense that was so dominant earlier this year, it, it has not been that lately, right? Well, because people realize they can run the football on it. If you can't stop the run, you can't do right. anything. You can't get a sack on a running play, and I think their their run defense is going to hurt them. Yeah, so, and I know on the other side say the same same thing about Philly. I'm well, telling you, the they thing. got they got a bad path. I understand they get the um, homecoming game because if they stay in the fifth seed, they get to play Jack. I mean, they get to play. Um, Either Tampa, Tampa or, Carolina, oh, the Cowboys or Carol, Carolina, about. yeah. But that second draw early on is Philadelphia. That's what that's what you get, and Philadelphia is going to be rested. I think you know it's a recipe for you know it's not a recipe for success. I think they may get an early exit, and if they get an early exit, we're right back where we always are with Dallas. Them being disappointing in the postseason. Well, we're going to have a lot more on Dallas uh, later in the show, but uh, we'll keep an eye obviously on what's going on with the Eagles and all of their injuries, and uh, and who knows, we may see another Eagles Cowboys game here in a couple of weeks. I want to take you now though to the NBA, where the Brooklyn Nets. Playing the Cleveland Cavaliers Ooh, easy on sniper. Monday night. Second quarter, Kevin Durant sizing up the defender. Can't stop that. Draining the mid-range jumper. Nets up seven. Later in the corner, they're up six. Here's Kyrie Irving using the dribble to create some space. Uncle Drew! Mm. Leaks rotation. I can't say it because it's... The three. The Nets are up by nine. Under 30 seconds left in the half. Nets now up mm. 61-47. Here's Irving again. Another triple. Nets go into the half leading by 16. Fourth quarter, now they're up by 10. Durant again. The deep two. He drills that one. Nets up by 12. A minute later, Cavs trying to come back. They're down by nine. Darius Garland's going to get the floater to go. Garland did his part. He finished with 46, but the Nets were too much for Cleveland on this night. Just over two minutes to go. Nets by seven. A dagger three from Kyrie. He had 32 points. Durant had 32 points. Nets were 125-117. And Bart Scott is absolutely right. 
Brooklyn has now won nine games in a row. That is tied for the longest streak in the NBA this season. Also been accomplished by the Celtics and the Bucks. And not surprisingly, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have led the offense mm. as they've combined to score 60 points per game during the win streak. Is that good? And ben, I think that's uh, yeah. good. And Ben Simmons ain't even started looking at the basket yet. Wait when he start doing that. We are waiting and <laughs> have been for a while. But when we come back, though, Dak bounces back. But do the Cowboys have a big crack in their foundation? Our analysts have very real concerns, and they will share them next. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift today. That's Macy's.com slash gift Tired of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Pardon the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Back on Get Up and it's time for Fact or Fiction. Damian Woody, the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. Is that fact or fiction? I love the 49ers, but that's fiction. Listen, the big, the big question is how the quarterback is going is to react in the postseason. It's one thing. To play well in the regular season, but come postseason, quarterbacks tend to make their mark. I'm not putting them over the Philadelphia Eagles. No way. Big test ahead for Brock Purdy. Bart Scott, the 12-3 Minnesota Vikings, are Super Bowl contenders. Fact or fiction? Negatory. Listen, I, listen, I think um, you know, our, our great quarterback, Kevin O'Connell, has done a great job in coaching this team. You know, he's instilled a lot of confidence. But, man, they just, they, they're too inconsistent with me, man. You can't keep being the cardiac kids and expect to be able to win. You, know, you have to be able to, you know, be able to hang your hat on something. I just don't know if they can do that. Hang their hat on Justin Jefferson, that's for sure. Mike T, Dallas Cowboys can beat the Eagles in the playoffs. Fact or fiction? Fact, fact, and fact. It was fact in April, go July, down with the, go September, down with the December. It's going to be fact in a couple more weeks. 
They are the number one offense in the NFL since Dak's return. And on the other side of the ball, they are going to get better. They're going to get healthier. And some of their young players are actually playing better. Nashawn Wright and Deron Bland, to name a few. Well, you know who agrees with you is uh, former Cowboy Michael Irvin, who was on first take. <laughs> yes, I know. Contractually obligated. Yes, that Michael would, uh, would, would feel that way. He was on first take yesterday. And again, it will surprise you to know that he was very passionate about the way the Cowboys offense played against the Eagles. Listen to this. You put on a burger? A 40 burger? A 40 burger on the number one pass defense in the National Football League? A 40 burger? Wait, wait, wait. He did not. They haven't allowed over 250 yards passing, and that goes. That, that goes off? Yes, you threw that interception early on. He threw it. He got past it. We, we spotted him 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm convinced. I, I love Irv, man. I do. I love thing. Irv. Like, there's no, there's nobody more committed to the Dallas Cowboys no, than true. Michael Irvin. That no question. Yeah, he's all the way in all the time. All the time. And it seemed like that game made him hungry. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, How many look. points did Dallas score? I don't know. It's something, a, something involving uh, a burger. Uh, 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 I, uh, I couldn't get out of that. I, so the question is the question is whether they can win the Super Bowl, right? I mean, like this yeah. is it's been forever for the Cowboys. Uh, we ask this question every year. They're looking good. Mike T thinks they can. We've already. I mean, give us give us the give us the thumbnail on why the Cowboys can win the Super Bowl. I, again, I, I see them in Philly as one and one A. When they're at their best, Dallas again, their offense sometimes we take for granted. They are explosive. They can throw it with a healthy Dak Prescott. They can run it with two really good backs. Defensively, they've had a ton of injuries. Van Der Esch, Anthony Brown, Jordan Lewis. Some of their young DBs stepped up, especially against Philly. Nation Wright, Deron Bland. It's really been impressive. So taking nothing away from Philly, this is a team that's explosive. We know they can rush the passer with Parsons and Lawrence. So to me, when you can score, rush the passer, and cover on the back end, you're checking all the boxes. You're not buying it, Bart Scott. No grit. Right? Listen, you know, in the playoff, football is about stopping a run and packing your run game. You know, I just don't see the grit, the physicality. Listen, everybody within that division has a bloated record, right, because they had the easiest schedule in all of football. To me, it's San Francisco, then Eagles, Cowboys, then Minnesota. Can anybody make it to the playoffs and get hot and, and play out of your mind? Yes. But I just don't think I can hang my hat on the fact that they are not a physical outfit. They get ran against. They're not physical on the um, defensive line. They get pushed around. And I don't think they're mentally tough. And that's you know, really that's really what you have to be because you're going to have to play tough games. And if you can't air it out because somebody's punching you in the face, you can't get a sack on a run play. I, listen, I will say this. I, I think if we're going to be if we're going to be real, Dallas can absolutely come out of the NFC. They can. They, they have a roster that can do it. And I think the one thing, if you're looking at the, the NFC, the, look at the quarterbacks in the NFC, number one. I think that's really the, 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 the argument that can be made. You're going up against Brock Purdy, Jalen Hurts with, you know, hardly any playoff experience. You know. Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Solar power. Uh, you know, Tom Brady or Sam Donald. I mean, like, and we know that Tampa Bay is not what, you know, what they, what they, were, what they were, you know, what were. they were, they you know, last year or two years yes. ago. So, if you look at the field and you look at Dallas, you'd be like, okay, we got Dak Prescott. We may have the best quarterback in the whole field going into the, going into the NFC playoffs. 
That might be the biggest indictment, though. If if you don't win, then you for all those things that you said. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll come, we'll come back and then we'll we'll trash the Cowboys if it doesn't. And guys, (laughs) this whole notion of them not having mental toughness, like Bart, Dak was struggling. They're down ten nothing. He throws a pick six to Josh Sweat. They could have shut it down, and it could have been like, oh, here we go again. He played great. They converted a third and 30 with a guy that's been there for 10 minutes. My point is, when you, this time of year, guys, you figure out how can we get better. T.Y. Hilton will make them better. Those young DBs, they're going to get better. So I'm not saying that Philly can't get there because, of course, they can, especially if Jalen Hurts is healthy. But this is a team whose offense has a high ceiling, D-Wood. I agree with yeah. you. The way this quarterback's playing, when if we can eliminate two mistakes a game, which is obviously a big game. <laughs> I, 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 I just, I, I don't know. know. He I, just, I just, no, you going to let him gloss over I, that? If we, we can, if we can just eliminate two mistakes. Big mistakes if they're interceptions, right? I mean, that's the problem. Look, here's the thing. That, to, to the point uh, D-Wood was making, there's only one quarterback in the NFC field that has playoff experience, and it's the guy that has the most of anyone ever. Yeah, he has uh, one playoff win. Right. So, how much do you, when you talk about the word trust, like if you get into a big game, you trusting Dak Prescott? To win a playoff game for you? I mean, listen, Dak Prescott's not a scrub, folks. No, I, mean, I, I, like I, I get like, it. Like, but Dak Prescott's a really good quarterback. My whole, good, point is, great. my whole point is, look at the other quarterbacks in the field. That's true. Okay, right. who do you who but, do you trust more? Right. Who do you trust more? I'm Dak good. Prescott, Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, Kirk Cousins. But Kyle Shanahan's not on the field. Yes, he's play he's not playing. So Although that's what I'm saying. Like, who, knows? who do you but, trust but more? But I'm going Kyle Shanahan. But that's the, that's Kyle the thing. Shanahan's not on the Bart, field. Bart, Bart, he was the last coach. Coaching, coaching matters. I don't care what, what he was. Mike, we, we, we've had success with bad, well, not bad quarterbacks, but inexperienced quarterbacks. And the recipe that the San Francisco 49ers have, they can punch you in the mouth physically on both sides of the football. That right. is what wins in well, the postseason. Well, I'm just saying, like, when it comes postseason, a totally different animal. Like, it, it's just, like, you can't it's depend one on thing, outscoring it's people. One, it's one thing to do it in the regular season. Another thing for Buck Purdy to really excel in the postseason. That's the thing. Unless the Buccaneers are going to go on a miracle run, that at least one of these quarterbacks is going to prove something that he hasn't proven yet Correct. in terms yeah. of playoff success. Correct. And that's what makes this NFC field so fascinating. Talk about a team trying to get into the AFC field. Another <sighs> quarterback shakeup awesome. for the New York Jets. Mike White has been cleared to return after this hit injured him two weeks ago in Buffalo. He will start Sunday in Seattle in a game the Jets must win to keep their playoff hopes alive. Zach Wilson, who started the last two games, will be inactive. Possible he never plays another down for the Jets, although Robert Sala says don't assume that. The plan for Zach, again, it hasn't changed. I still think he's got a future here. I still think he's going to be a really good quarterback. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league who have made it out of the dark tunnel. Um, And if you look throughout the league, more quarterbacks than not have started in in the dungeon, if you will, and have found their way out to, to sunlight. As I mentioned earlier, we have a, a panel of former Jets here today. Uh, you have former Jets linebacker, former Jets offensive lineman, former Jets GM. All you guys know this team and this market. Is Zach Wilson done in New York? Yes, he's done. Oh. He's done. Oh, he's, wow. he's done. Oh, like, like oh. It, it, is, it is so hard for um, – it, it's so hard for any player to come back from what, what's been transpiring – with, this, with with Zach and, and and the way he's played this year and the, and the fan base, it, uh, quite honestly, it's to, it's like gotten to a, like a toxic point right now. Hmm. What has Zach Wilson showed you now? Go, we're here in his second year in the league. 
that shows you that this, this young man it will be the franchise quarterback of the New York Jets moving forward. There's, he hasn't shown one thing at this, at this current point. And it's not like the Jets organization yeah. – hasn't done anything to hasn't surrounded him with talent. We could make an argument with like with Sam Darnold. That that to me that was, was an atrocity. With, with with Zach Wilson, this organization has basically built around him, and he still hasn't elevated his game at all. But is it not too soon? Like I mean, he was the number two yeah, pick in the yeah, draft yeah. last listen, year. Listen, you can look at everybody else within in, within this draft, and every you can make an argument that all of them are struggling. We have the same questions now. We're trying to figure out if Mac Jones is the issue, or is it Matt Patricia? And we don't know what Trey Lance is. Justin Fields has become mo- pretty much an option quarterback. You can see the talent, but he's not really playing the position in the right way. Listen, he's going to get the luxury of a time. He's going to get one more chance. They're not going to give up on a number two overall pick in three years. But listen, I think it's time to go get some insurance policies. you got to make a real decision on Mike White because his contract's up. He's a free agent at the end of the year. They have to figure out – got to figure out this guy has metal because we've had the same questions about, you know, uh, Daniel Jones. I know Mike was a big fan of Daniel Jones, you know, but he seems to be have survived it, you know, for five years, and he looks like he's going to have a long, longer-term future than we thought he was going to have at the beginning of the season. He's come out on the other side. And, Bart, you nailed it. The quarterback position, guys, is a developmental position. Jalen Hurts gotten better this year. Tua Tagovailoa gotten better this year. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. this is a death sentence. And you guys know from a locker room perspective, yeah. if the players believe that Zach Wilson can help them win, he will be there. Now, he's going to have to compete probably against that guy, Mike White. The best players should play. But this is not a death sentence. I agree with what – Coach Salas said yesterday, now, it's going to be up to this guy. What is he made out of? That's exactly right. And earn the trust of your teammates. Move here in February, March. Don't leave Florham Park. Be the first one, the last to leave, and show some toughness. But that's the issue, right? We don't know what type of leader he is. Like, we talk about Daniel Jones. There's never questions about his leadership. And it it bothers me that the rest of the team kind of reacts. Whenever you make uh, T-shirts for your backup quarterback, that is an indictment on a guy that's supposed to be throwing you the football. So we're say, they're saying we'll see what he's made of. Can he work his way back? You're standing there saying that you are sure that it's over. Barbecue he's chicken already. Done. We said that about Gino. Now he's, now he's in a Pro Bowl. Yeah, but Sam Darnold. Yeah. But yeah, but look out. <laughs> Sam yeah. Darnold's going to lead to his team. This ten years later fail. with Gino, and I'm happy for Gino. But this to, to Gino been in the league ten years now. That's a bunch of former Jets. Well, look at Sam Darnold. Sam, the they can always bring Sam yeah. Darnold back to, for for some competition. If Mike White go get some cheese, you know they can bring uh, Sam Darnold back and make it all right. What do you think? I mean, look, so Mike White's back in. Robert Sala says he's starting the rest of the year. Yes. Can they still get in? Listen, it's tough, right, because, you know, they have to take care of their business. They, they, they've had opportunities. All they had to do was have one tough win, and they haven't found a way to squeak it out. Just because you played a good game against Buffalo, you played a good game against um, the Lions, Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota that, that, that only counts in horseshoes. They got to they take care of their own business. Look, Seattle looked vulnerable. Now, granted, they were playing Kansas City, but if the Jets go win this week in Seattle, that last game – Jet-Miami game could be a win-and-you're-in scenario. Yeah. Unbelievable. What a Flex fall it. from Miami from a couple of weeks ago when they were looking oh, at somebody like saw that coming, seed. huh? Mm. We're going to talk about that <laughs> a little bit later on. We're also going to talk about the Green Bay Packers. Back from the brink, can Aaron Rodgers lift Green Bay into the playoffs? And if he does, will anybody want to play them? Will everybody want to play them? We'll talk about that when we come back.
Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. It is time now for awesome, awful, and awkward. Bart, give us something from the weekend you thought was awkward. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm looking at Castaway right here. He's talking to the football. <laughs> He's like, man, come on, man. Get the hell away from me, man. I'll just, just, just go. Like, stop it. I mean, listen, this guy has lost the room. Wilson has left the building with Wilson. Wait, he has it, no friends. Is it supposed to be a phone? I don't understand what he's doing here. Like, we can see you. It's multiple yeah. cameras, son. We can see you talking. You're not covering your lips. What is that, a microphone? That is very, that, very That's his only friend he got right very, now. Wow, that is, that is awkward. <laughs> D. Wood, give us something awful from this weekend. Yeah, man. How about the Detroit Lions defense? You know, we've been talking. We've been heaping so much praise on the Lions and how they, you know, bite kneecaps. And all the Carolina Panthers did was like, okay, yeah, we're going to see y'all. We're going to rush for 320 yards, setting a franchise record against the Detroit Lions. Carolina. Embarrassing. Eating up. Just look at those holes. Nobody's kneecapped anywhere near anybody uh, on those runs. Mike T, give us something awesome from the weekend. The Aaron Rodgers weekend, it actually started Saturday with Washington, the Giants, Detroit, Seattle, all losing for the Packers. Then he goes out and plays a great game. And, boy, nobody's going to want to see Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs because they will be hard to beat. And, look, they can get there. Like, this was a team we gave up on uh, a few weeks back, but now it's right there for them. If they win their last two games against Minnesota Detroit at home and either one of the following two things happen, either the Commanders lose once or the Giants lose twice, both of which entirely possible, the Packers are in the playoffs. And Rex Ryan was sitting right here yesterday on this show – but he wasn't buying it. Listen to this. Yeah, come on. They're going to slip up in one of these two games, either against Minnesota or against Detroit. I'm not buying them still. And, yeah, it was, a, it was an impressive performance. Uh, excuse me, an impressive quarter by their defense. So, to me, I ain't buying it. This team, to me, you know, it, it's, it's amazing. They're still like, the hell it is. You got a Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, come on. <laughs> what does that guy do about defense? Exactly right. <laughs> he only grew up on it. Are you buying the Packers? To do what? To get in the playoffs. <laughs> Come on, man. We need some suspense, Woody. Come on. Let's I start mean, there. To get in the playoffs. I, you know, I am. I am. Huh. Uh, because I, because the la- their last two games are in Lambeau. And I think you look at Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, they've won, what, three in a row in the month of December? Mm-hmm. I always say momentum is a funny thing. It really is. It's a funny thing. You got both Minnesota and Detroit, two divisional opponents that's coming to your place. And the commander's going to lose one. They're going to lose one. And I think the Green Bay Packers are going to find themselves in. Now, once they get in, 
I don't might see this is where I differ so with So you got them going in. I, I got them going in. I got the Green Bay Packers getting into the postseason. You want to put, you you wanna put, you wanna, wait, wait, wait. You put some cheese on that? Wait uh, a second. Uh, <laughs> you know, once you get in, anything can happen. Yeah, but I'm not. But see, because I, I, and this is where I agree with Rex. Their defense, that defense not, is not going to get. It's not, not going to great. No, no. It's are, we not just gonna, gonna get are, are we just going to gloss over the fact that all the Giants have to do is beat the Saturdays on Sunday? Is that what we're going to gloss over? I no, don't know. No, 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 the commanders. All the commanders got to do is lose one game. And then That's the Packers it. have to beat the Vikings and the Lions, who, be, who both beat them earlier this year. Yeah. You're not bad. You think they lose one of those games? Yeah, I think they do. I think, you know, you can't play so inconsistent all of a sudden. You know, you luck out and it turns on. I think, you know, Minnesota still has a lot to play for. They're saying a hobble Philadelphia. I think they're going to put everything into their last two games. And listen, you know, Aaron Rodgers has terrorized his division for years. I think they want to dance on the grave of the, of, of the Packers and try and, you know, put, you know, dish out some of that pain that Aaron Rodgers has given their division for years. But, but guys, I'm telling you, this time of year, you say, how can teams get better? You know, we talk about the Chargers, Rashawn Slater came back, Joey Bosa came back. This team has good young players. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, yeah. two, two first-round picks on the other side, Devontae Wyatt, Quay Walker. They're going to continue to get better. So I know defensively they're not great right now, but between now and mid-January, that's another month. They could actually get that's better. That's a big ass. And, and they have a big ceiling. I'm telling you, like, Christian Watson has a chance to be a real difference yes. maker over time. Now, he, he got to stay on the field. But I, right. know the, I know that. But, but they have to get there, though, TB. I love guys, they run the ball with physicality, I, I, and you can no, slow ugly up the game. I agree with you. Nobody's going to want to play them in the playoffs. Well, that's my question, right? And it is worth pointing out Christian Watson left the game with a hip injury. We don't know his status uh, for this week. Uh, we'll see. But the, the one year that Aaron Rodgers won the Super Bowl, 2010. Oh, man. Now, wait, wait, wait. They got hot late, and they got in as a wild card, and they got hot in the playoffs. So you're seeing something similar to that possible with this team? Because, again, Dan, let's just look at the facts. They were down 10 points on the road against a good Dolphins team, and they scored the last 16. Now, we can talk about, you know, Tua's mistakes and all that, but they did that, and they've won now every game they've had a win. So if they get in, they have a really high ceiling. I put it like this. They're playing with house money. And whenever you have a quarterback that can make those five great plays – in any game, and you have a solid running game, you can ugly it up, limit it to possessions. And like you like you said, they're playing with house money because they thought the season was over. We all kind of laughed, talked about is it time to start evaluating Jordan Love. But, you know, Aaron Rodgers is, is prideful, and his team is starting to get some chemistry and start to hit on all the stuff. So. I actually, this is I think that's a great point because unlike prior to years where they were 13-3 and in the number one seed, no one really expects much out of the Green Bay Packers, so they probably they're actually probably they're playing a lot they're looser. Playing loose. yeah, they they're care. playing loose right they now. They talked you into it. You were saying no, 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 no. no, no, no I'm not. Don't no, take I'm, it back. No, no, no. no. See, you I said they're going to. I, I said they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be dangerous in the playoffs. But playoff. you went through the quarterbacks: Purdy, right, Hurts, Cousins. These guys they're, haven't proven anything. Defense. Aaron Rodgers. And now, and now, Nathaniel Hackett can go rub the back of his neck because he's a free agent. Hackett is free. He can go <laughs> work for. Speaking of which. You know, we, we, you use the word momentum from a GM's perspective. The other momentum I'd use, the day the season ends, hey, Aaron, look at the trajectory of this team. Just tell us right now you're coming back for next Jordan year. Jordan Love, man, get me the hell out of here, Yeah, man. no, 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 because <laughs> when we drafted Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, we did it for three years, not for just this one season. So we need to know you're coming back, and let's bring the band back together. I cannot believe the way things looked a month ago. We are sitting here in the last week of December talking well, about you the Packers awesome. maybe making the playoffs. The NFL season's a lot longer than people realize. Hey, tis the season for bowl games, and we've got four more for you today. 
on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, and the app. It starts at noon. I'll tell you, the Camellia Bowl between Georgia Southern and Buffalo. Then it's Memphis and Utah State in the Serve Pro First Responder Bowl, followed by Coastal Carolina and East Carolina in the Ticket Smarter Birmingham Bowl. And we cap the day, Bart Scott, with Wisconsin and Oklahoma State in the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. Four bowls coming at you today. And we come back. Denver in disarray. Head coach fired. Who's next? And can whoever it is fix Russell Wilson? Lots to talk about on Get Up. Including Aaron Rodgers, apparently. Still alive. <laughs> he is. I'm believing. Alive and well.